You're listening to the second of our four prologues to Lore and Legend Season 2, The Gates of Dream. This episode carries a content warning for scenes that some may find disturbing, including violence against women and implied sexual threat. This is Lore and Legend, The Binding of Cassandra. She was in the temple when she heard the voice, kneeling in the glow of the holy fires that light the sanctum, sweat glistening from her brow, the curls of her hair damp on her cheeks from her exertions. She was before the image of Apollo, the son of Zeus, whose eyes reflected the altar fires like burnished bronze. And exhausted from her worship, she had subsided into the stream of sleep. And as she slept, the snakes of Apollo unwound their long and sinuous bodies. They bent their heads to her ears and with flickering tongues they licked at her white lobes. Cassandra. Cassandra. The voice, it whispered on the edge of her dreams. I'll open your eyes. Torment. You will burn with the fires of the heavens. You will look into everything, see everything, feel everything. Just let me have the same from you, Cassandra. Open yourself, and I will come into you. Somewhere in the periphery of her vision was the python. It knotted and turned on its belly, sequestered somewhere under all of it, in the shadowy pit, beneath the god's blinding halo. The note of its fetid breath was there still beneath the priestly musk. It told her something. Before the god, there was the serpent. Before the Sky Father, there was Mother Earth and Grandmother Night. Before the Sun, there was the Daughter. And her eye was open. She saw all of it. The stars rolling across the heavens, the sky balanced on the great shoulders of mountainous Atlas, the deep springs and rivers that flowed down the crevices and into the black veins and fishing roots of the earth. She heard the warm song of the constellations, the cracks of thunder from Olympus, the fell groans of the titans, and the weeping of the chill ghosts that shudder on the shores of the lakes that lie in Erebus beneath. She saw it all, including him, Phoebus Apollo, in his brilliant, all-encompassing radiance. She saw the shimmering disk of fire that rested on his brow, the rays that sear forth from his illumined chariot, the burning fervour in his eyes that threatened to dissolve all things into flesh and blood and ash. She didn't know why. 
but suddenly she knew she did not want it. She opened her eyes. There was a sound like steel shattering, a dragon's indrawn breath. She was thrown to the floor beneath the feet of the image. So quickly she thought her body had been thrown free of her spirit. She saw it fly before her. She tumbled across the stone floor, impelled until she struck the opposite wall. The snakes that whispered Apollo's words surged forward, wound themselves around her arms. You would deny me. The words in her head are cool and bright, like pictures more than sound. She feels rather than hears his rage. Me, the son of light. And in the chamber, the flames and the shadows swirled, cast occult shapes across her form. The sounds, the pictures, they swelled around her. The surface of her vision shrilled. It began to crack. This is my decree, Cassandra. I spit upon your tongue. You shall never close your eyes, never stop your ears. You will always hear the clamour of the world's wheel turning and see fate's thread shuttling toward you and through you. Your visions will be my progeny. You will be compelled to give them birth. Every picture you bring forth will be perfect in its truth, but men will see in them only madness and call them false dreams. All your words will be counted as nothing, unless your own brother, Helenus, repeats them. And then they shall be believed. Unreeling, Cassandra fell back, and at once she was in the arms of armoured men. She shrieked, tried to struggle, but they had bound her. Around her she sees her family, her father, her mother, all staring at her, like they might regard some wild animal. And she found that she was being dragged away from the palace, away from Apollo's temple, towards the converging lines of the monolith that stood at the opposite end of Troy's great plaza. All the time, she was screaming. They threw her inside. The doors of the pyramid swung closed on her. Before they closed, Cassandra looked out across the city and she saw that the flames reached up to the sky. listening to Lore and Legend, The Binding of Cassandra, a mini-episode and prologue to our second season of stories, The Gates of Dream, which explores the Greek myths of the gods and spirits of the underworld, of the lands of dream, of death and darkest fate. This episode featured music by Michael Levy. Find out more about Michael's music at www.ancientliar.com and check out the links in the episode notes. 
Visit www.loreandlegend.co.uk to read about the mythology and the sources that directly inspired this story. The Gates of Dream features four minisodes and nine full episodes with myths and legends interpreted by storytellers Rick Scott and Sebastian O'Dell, with authentic music from lyre players Michael Levy and the Sekilo Museum of Ancient Instruments, and soundtracks by composer Caleb Hennessy. Its production has been supported by our patrons Paul Jackson, Christy Carson and Sean Powell. If you'd like to help us make more content like this, be sure to visit our website and find out how you can support us by dropping a little money in the hat or by supporting us on a regular basis. Next week, join us for our third minisode, The Warlord's Dream. <laughs>